Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. This is Jill. Have you ever sat there and wondered, how can I make more money? I know I have. That's what we'll talk about today. An investment in knowledge pays the best interest. Benjamin Franklin. Today, this is our last in our three-part segment on the book, Get Good With Money, 10 Simple Steps to Becoming Financially Whole by Tiffany Alish. This part of the book is talking about how we can bring more money in. Money is a hard topic because a lot of people feel very resentful towards other people about it. They feel very upset about it. It creates a lot of negative emotions to them. First of all, How hard is it to find someone who does what you do? How much value do you bring to the company that you work for? Are you doing something that is very hard to do? Are you doing something that is so important to the company they need to pay you a lot of money? Are you completely irreplaceable because you have such skills that to get someone who's like you would be hard to do? That's what you're getting paid. And so people get upset about it because I should be making more money not with any sort of real idea in mind about why they should get more money, but with this idea that I should be able to live the life I want to live on any kind of job. And that's just not how it works. We get paid for the value we bring and for the inability to replace us easily. The question is, how can we make more? How can we become better, less replaceable, and bring more money into our lives? There's a couple of ways that you can actually just bring more money in. You can ask for a raise. That's super hard. I know it stinks to do it, and I know that it's very uncomfortable to do it. But, you know, at some point, that's what you have to do. She suggests that if you are going to try to ask for a raise, the first thing you should do is get what she calls a brag book. That means that all the things that go right for you, all the accomplishments that you have are written down or stored in a file or is put online somewhere so that when you go in and you ask for a raise, you have a list of your accomplishments. Asking about a raise is not this emotional roller coaster that we think it is. It is a calculated formula of you going to your company and saying, this is the value I provide. And here's the evidence why. Your brag book will help you with that. My old roommate, she used to have something that she called the BLT file. And at the time, it was a literal paper file that anytime someone said something nice to her, she printed it off and stuck it in the BLT file. I asked her at one point why she called it the BLT file. Something to the extent is that she just liked BLTs. You can call it whatever you want. You can call it the go me log, which is what she suggests, the brag book. You can call it whatever you want. But you know what I have? I have a digital folder and it is called the BLT file. And the BLT file is anytime a customer said anything nice to me, anytime I finished a project that was valuable to the company. When it comes time to my annual reviews, out comes the BLT folder and I start working backwards on writing my self-review. But we're going to use evidence to make sure that we get a raise if one is coming our way. So when you're looking at trying to get more money, first of all, you have to ask yourself, quote, how much has the action I've taken on behalf of the company made or saved them? Money, not emotions, will help you get more funds from your boss. And that's what we're really trying to do. We're not trying to turn this into a begging session or a fearful session. You are trying to bring 
cold, raw facts to your boss to say, I deserve to be paid more. She said that it's particularly important that you go in with evidence if you have a mundane job that doesn't have a lot of skills and tasks to it. And that way, with the evidence, you can still get that raise if it's possible for you to get one. She said that you can also expand or enhance your skills. And that means you might take classes, you might learn things online, you may learn something new that would make you more beneficial. At one point, my team was looking for someone who could write reports. So I spent a good amount of time learning how to do SQL queries because then I could write some reports, which would make me more valuable as a person. I know anytime my company offers classes on particular topics, on other software that we have inside our company, I go to those classes. I want to become more valuable all the time. At one point, I went and got a green belt in Six Sigma. I wanted to have those organizational skills that would help me help customers better, but also make me more valuable. Some of those things aren't very expensive. You can take classes for free. The SQL training I did was all free on YouTube. All I had to do was dig it up and look for it. And the Six Sigma class wasn't that entirely expensive. It was a really good class and I got a lot out of it. And I think it was under $150. It might not be money that you have readily available, but you could save that money to take that class and seeing these types of certifications that are out there will help you. There's all sorts of technical certifications. You don't even have to get a college education. You can get these certificates and become very valuable to companies. She said that if you're looking for a primary job, you have to take those skills and start listing them that will make you valuable. That companies aren't just going to go look for you and say, hey, you're the person we always wanted to hire. You're going to have to go out and get those jobs. And that means you're going to have to have a good assessment of the things that you are good at. You're going to have to also know the things that you want to have. How much money do you need to make? But it might be other things like, do you need a flexible schedule? Do you need to have additional time off because you're in a rock band and you travel all over the United States playing music? But know what you want when you're looking for your job. That will help you get what you want. And if you don't ask for it, you'll never get it. You might not get it if you ask, but I know you'll definitely not get it if you don't ask. She said that even if you're looking to take some classes, if you're trying to get some kind of certification or advanced degree, that you can even go to your employer that you have now and ask them if they're willing to pay for it. My company paid for the Six Sigma. So there are ways even inside your company with or without some sort of an educational benefit that they may have to get that education paid for. She says, next, assess your skills. Do this exhaustive list of all the things that could increase your income. Anything that could potentially be beneficial to a company, make you more valuable, make you more valuable to another job, list it down. Exhaustive list. That means everything. And that means any type of skill that you have. And just start listing it out, whether it would lead to money or not. And she said that sometimes people think they don't have any skills. Oh, I'm just this. I don't really have any skills. It doesn't necessarily mean the skills that you have on your job. I know that I've been in companies that hired people who didn't think they were going to get the job from restaurants. But when they started explaining their intense customer service skills, they were good at it. 
And so we felt like they could be trained at the technical parts of the job. But a lot of times the customer service skills, the soft skills can't be trained. They're harder to get. And so if you're doing volunteer work and it requires customer service skills, if it requires project management skills, start digging deep. There's some really good books out there that will help you take real life activities and help you turn them into resume sounding tasks. But just get that exhaustive list out there of what it is you can do and organize. If you've organized an art show before, that requires a decent amount of organizational skills and all sorts of other tasks in there. But don't get intimidated if you think you don't have any skills. Can you write? Are you a good organizer? Are you good at structuring other people's days? And keep it as a living list. As soon as you get a new skill, write it down. If you're completely lost as to what your skills are, go to your friends and your family and ask them, what am I good at? What do you think I'm good at? She said that self-awareness doesn't come naturally for everyone, and that's okay. The next step is to go through all the lists of skills that you have and figure out which ones can be monetized. And that means which ones could get you a better job, which ones could get you a better position in your company, or maybe get you a raise, or which ones would be great side hustles. She says, too, that you can look at getting a side hustle. That's another great way of making money. Maybe you want to write a book. Maybe you're good at helping kids learn things and you could be a tutor. That sometimes people will pay other people to go shopping for them. There's all sorts of different things that you can do. There's all sorts of different services out there, as we know, like Uber and Lyft. There's also pet watching services. I mean, can you imagine getting paid a lot of money to go around people's houses and walk their dogs for them? Play with their dogs. Play catch with their dogs. I mean, people pay money so you can play with their dogs. This is amazing. But there's all sorts of unique opportunities out there that you can do as a side hustle that requires no infrastructure for you. The system is already set up. They're nice because you don't have to know anything about taxes and businesses. There's companies there that figure it all out for you, which is nice because then you don't have to do anything. There are other situations where you start your own business and it gets a little complicated, but it's not so bad. You have the whole power of the internet to help you do it. There are things out there like Graphic River, Audio Jungle, Photo Stock types of websites that will take your art, your programming skills, your music ability, and you can sell them. I don't think you make a lot of money that way, but it certainly is some money. And if you get enough of those things out there, it probably is pretty decent money. James Altucher always talks about selling books, which are very small, or selling newsletters like on Substack. Some people create these master programs that are video programs that people can buy and learn something. We live in a really amazing time. When I was younger, there were very limited jobs that you could do. Now, the world is at your feet. There are things like TaskRabbit that will take any skill and let you help people for money. Some of them are artist jobs, some of them are yard jobs, and some of them are writing jobs. But there's all sorts of different side hustles that you could do. Maybe you like what you do for a living and you don't want to change jobs and you just want to have something else. What if you're a good writer, but you don't want to spend your whole life writing? You just want to do it as a side hustle. Try that out. 
There's all sorts of consulting positions out there, all sorts of tasks out there that people have. Think about it this way. There's all sorts of people creating their own side hustles. Maybe you're actually a great editor, but you don't really know what to do in a side hustle. I'm sure there's podcasters and writers out there who desperately need an editor. They're not great at writing. They're not great at editing. You could be that person that helps them get there. She says another good way to do it is to look at the Craigslist ads or maybe even like the job ads in your town and see what people are looking for. See what kinds of services people are requesting and actually look at the prices they're willing to pay for those services. You want to be an editor, start looking at TaskRabbit and some other places to figure out what kind of money you could make being an editor. But she said that you should have a very clinical mind about all of this. Before you start a side hustle, before you start this other type of business and put a ton of time and money in there, make sure you understand what the money involved is. You have to know what it will take to earn an income on this side hustle. It may be better for you to do things that require less structure when you're starting out with your side hustle. But some of these low infrastructure side hustles might be the best way that you can start out in earning extra income. And so if you decide you don't want to do a side hustle, maybe this just not your kind of thing, there's certainly ways to go out there and get better paying jobs than maybe the one you have now. And that's always going to start with a skills assessment, writing a resume, having your friends and family look at your resume so that you're not blindly missing things, look at where other people are working, and What other jobs exist in your company? There may be something that has better earning potential. Maybe it means a little bit more hours, but it will help you with your budget, even inside your current company. Talk to your boss about some of those opportunities. Summary. Decide how you're going to bring more money into your life. Are you going to ask for a raise at your current job? Try for a different position at your current company or get another job at another company. Maybe you're just going to ask for a raise and you're going to do so by taking the emotion out of it and bringing your brag book, having those lists of things that you did that earned the company you work for money or saved the company you work for money. But you want to go in with cold data when asking for a raise. Two, look at the skills you have. Try to figure out What types of skills are available to you or available to you in your next job or available to you in your side hustle that you could use? Then go through the list and monetize them. Figure out which ones could actually give you some money and make sure that you put an income potential on those items so that you know how much it could bring in. Three, look at ways of expanding your skills. Are there ways that you could take classes, professional development? Could you learn something new, get a new certification, or even a new degree that would help you become more valuable either in your current company or in your next company? What could you do to make your skills better and more valuable? Four, look for a side hustle that you might be able to do that could bring in extra income without leaving your job. Look at job websites, Google, Craigslist, TaskRabbit, and see what other side hustles people have and what kind of money they make in doing them. 
Figure out which ones would work for you and hopefully give you some enjoyment. You want to make sure that if you do have a side hustle, you like it. And if you have trouble figuring out what your skill assessment is, ask your friends and family. Ask them what they think that you're good at. Don't get into a side hustle that is going to require a lot of stuff. Start out with something that you can just do right away without a lot of materials. Challenge. Come up with that exhaustive list of the skills you have. Talk to your friends and family. Talk to anyone who could help you and come up with a list of every skill you have, every ability you have, any special powers you have going for you. And then put a check mark next to the ones that could potentially earn you money. And now for our fun entertainment of the week. This one comes from Raising Hope. Everybody you meet is going to be better than you at some stuff and worse than you at other stuff. I'm sure everyone here is way better than me at making money. You know? And, but I checked on my kid 10 times more than they have tonight. And so I'm probably a better parent. But if, but if you spend your entire life comparing yourself to everyone you meet, you're going to drive yourself crazy. That's right. Everyone's good at something. But he makes a mistake by saying some people are good at making money and some people are good at other things. But if you can figure out what other things you're good at that could be monetized, then you're good at making money. It's not a thing all by itself. The skill of making money is just knowing what skills you have that can bring in extra income. All right, everyone, thanks so much. Have a great week. And please remember that you are valuable. Your time is valuable. So get out there and start to make your dreams come true. 